Hello, welcome to Soul Led, a podcast dedicated to the evolution of your soul and the development of your spiritual gifts. I am Nikki Novo, your spiritual mentor, a fiery Latina, mom of three, and a lover of all things intuitive. You're here because you're meant to be here. So let's do this. Hello, welcome to another episode of Soul Led. Today is a solo episode just you and me today. And we are going to talk about how to connect, channel, whatever your practice is, your intuitive practice, how to do it safely, how to do it um, in a way that you are not afraid of what you're connecting to or attracting, that you know you're connecting to something that is in, has good intentions, all that kind of stuff. So this is not hopefully meant to, you know, it's not meant to scare you because definitely when I first started practicing, I was doing no sorts of protection or anything like that. I was just going for it. And um, also, you know, I, I think that if we, sometimes many of us don't like to go deep into these practices or into our intuition because we're afraid of what might show up. And hopefully this episode helps you feel safe to be able to go for it because you're like, okay, I just need to follow these few protocols and um, kind of set myself up this way. And that way it's easier for you, for you to practice. But I'm definitely a big advocate for safe connecting. So also part of it is just like if you are connecting and doing all that stuff and it's not safe, please listen. <laughs> It'll also like kind of set you apart from what's happening because you know you you there might be like a lot of people out there in the world like downloading messages and channeling and all these things and maybe your intuition is like oh that's a little weird or that sounds a little off and if you go you know and look behind the curtain you may ask yourself like what's this person doing to connect and if they don't have any sort of like ritual or like any safety around it you could be totally right that they're connecting to something that is not of the highest light, let's just say. So, you know, practicing this way will also help you see and maybe catch some, that's not fraudulent because not everybody knows. Like what's awful is that people are connecting and they're connecting to something that is not in the highest light and they don't even know it. It's not their fault. You know, some of us are so excited to connect that will just like take anything, you know, it's kind of like when you're dating, when you first start, you're just like so excited for anybody to love you that you'll take anything. And then after a while you get smart about it. So it happens, you know, and, um, it just, it's, it doesn't make the person bad or anything. It just means that they might not know that there is a proper way. Again, I, thankfully, like when I first started, I wasn't, I was just like really practicing for myself and I was doing like such little connecting here and there, but there, so I didn't, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't really like hurting anything. Cause I, I, I didn't even know what I was doing, but there are some people like out in the world who are doing like these big channelings and they'll get in front of people and all this kind of stuff. Yet there is no, uh, practice to, or intention behind what they're connecting with. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a nice way of saying, Let's, let's learn to be safe guys. Okay. And also I, again, 
if you're safe, you don't have to be scared, you know, like you'll be able to go like really deep into your practice and, and feel safe connecting and channeling if you're just following a few steps. So it, hopefully it also encourages you, you to go deeper into your practice. So what is safe practice? So safe practice is basically before I start and decide to connect or channel, I, I've, I've shared my, like how I differentiate the two, but I'll briefly explain to me connecting is I am connecting to let's say a spirit guide or I am um, connecting to my higher self or I'm connecting to a past loved one which is basically I'm still in my body and it's still my energy but I can communicate with the energy of a past loved one or um, a spirit guide and I'm basically translating the messages and the energy of that other energy. So I am just connecting. It's just like a chatting, right? Like we're just conversing um, and receiving messages from the other energy, but nothing's in my energy. I'm just being able to see it. I can, you know, read it. I can receive it. And then I translate it through my words. So it's more like a translation. That's what connecting means to me. And then channeling what channeling means to me and this these two words are used um I mean we're always messing with the words so I I, in I feel like I've said this too but like in the metaphysical world or in the spiritual world uh you always have to feel the energy behind the words that are being used because a lot of us there is like no dictionary for this stuff so a lot of us are using words with many different definitions you know so some people might use channeling in a different way than the way I'm about to explain to you. But in order to understand how to be safe, I want to tell you the difference between connecting and channeling. Channeling is then I am connecting, let's say, like I've made connection to a Pleiadian, right? Like so let's say like a, a star being. And I'm, I feel comfortable enough to allow that being or that energy to come into my energy and take up my body. So now that being can use my body as an instrument for communication. So we're in channeling, I'm like translating, right? Like we're just talking and I'm, you know, and then I'm like, oh, here, I'm the mediator. I'm like, oh, and then here's, here's what this being is saying. Now in channeling, I'm letting the being come through me and use me to get its message across. Um, Good examples of channelers are a pretty famous one, Abraham Hicks, right? She is, if you ever see her on stage, it's amazing. Like she even changes the way she looks almost in a way. Like she gets taller and bigger when she starts to channel. And Abraham just comes through her and she feels good and her voice changes. She just feels good enough She feels safe enough and she's been working with that collective long enough that she feels safe enough to let it through her body. So that is channeling. Definitely like when I, in Soul Teacher and in Soul Academy, I I see some people who are just like natural channelers. Um, I can, I find that to be like exhausting, but I think it's also cool. And, um, but it can also, again, if you're not being safe about it, it can really deplete you. So doesn't matter if you're channeling or connecting or really, you know, whatever way feels best for you is totally fine. But let's just make sure that the way we're doing it is safe and clean and all of that. Okay. So channeling, connecting, that's the difference. 
so the idea is that we are recognizing that channeling or connecting is a sacred practice. So we're not going to necessarily just doing it like all day long. Yes, you're definitely, you know, I'll be talking to my team and they'll be asking me some sort of question and I just take a minute, I quiet myself and I tap into my intuition. I get the information. It's not like I'm doing this like whole ritual to make sure that everything's okay. I do start my mornings with a lot of protection. So, and a lot of, you know, energetic hygiene. So I'm kind of covered, you know, for the full day for like the little things and like kind of going through life that way. But then there are bigger moments where I'm going to do like a full, uh, ritual protection all that kind of stuff because I'm about to do like a deeper connection or or a true channeling so I consider those moments very sacred before I do a reading yes of course I've done protection and and like setting intentions in the morning as part of my morning rituals but I might have let's say a reading at 11 I'm gonna do my whole connecting safely practice before that reading as well um, I'm not like depending on what I did in the morning to to keep me in alignment. I'm I see the readings or any sort of like channeling, if it's whether it's for myself or for somebody else, I see it as a sacred ritual and practice. So I'm going to end it. I'm going to open it and close it with that sacredness. Get what I mean? So that's really what I'm talking about with these safe practices. This is different than what I do in the mornings to like set the intentions. So let's say I'm getting ready to do a reading or do a ceremony or, you know, whatever it is. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm really going to like one of the things that's going to keep you safe in general, even if like you're just starting and you don't, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> the One of the most important things is just closing your eyes and really feeling into your heart and connecting to your, to love because all the scary stuff that we're afraid of, like dark entities or like beings attaching to us or connecting to something that's like a false, you know, a false guide or whatever, they are not an, like that energy is not an energetic match for the energy of love. So the first thing is like, I, you know, I'm very clear on my intention that I'm only connecting to things that are a match for love like energetically match a match for love. So the first thing is I put my, I usually like rub my hands together and I place them on my heart or sometimes I'll like kind of place, you know, put my palms up and I'm really just like connecting to love and to source and just, I feel a lot of gratitude. So I usually start off with like, oh, it's, I'm so grateful to be able to do this work. Like, thank you for being with me. Like, and that's just me talking to like all the divine guidance, like mother earth, all I'm just like feeling the feelings of love and being supported and all of that. So that's like the first, if that's all you do, part of your practice, like that's a lot because you're basically saying, you know, you're setting the intention that like, I am connecting to love. Like that's my intention where a lot of the times even like, think about like if, you know, you pull a deck of cards and you're not even thinking that you know, you're just doing it so quickly. You didn't have a moment to connect. Like you don't find it to be sacred or anything like that. You just pull a deck of cards and you know, like the message you're getting because you didn't set up anything like you didn't, you might be coming from a place of anxiety because you want to know the answer, right? Like you, the reason you're pulling a card is probably because you're nervous and you want to know like what's going to happen. 
like so quickly, like that can be hijacked by even just like a being that's like playing games on us. Like it doesn't even have to be a bad being or something that's trying to cause harm or anything like that. Just something that's like playing with us could be an energy that's like whispering to us and we're connecting and downloading those messages from that, you know, being or that energy because like we didn't, we didn't, we weren't clear as to who we're connecting to or what we're connecting to. So simply just starting off with connecting to love. It's just a close my eyes, you know, you can place your hands in your heart, whatever makes you, and then you go into love energy. So gratitude, um, really feeling grateful for what's around you, being thankful for the, the opportunity to practice, feeling thankful for the support, um, you know, even knowing that the divine guidance hasn't given you any answers yet, but just being grateful that you know they're there, right? Like that that divine love is with you. So that's the first step or tip. Second one is, next is like, again, it's all about setting intentions at the beginning. So in addition to connecting to love, like feeling like, okay, I'm in, I'm in the energy of love. The next is like stating that you are only interested in connecting with the highest and greatest good. So I'll typically, like if I'm reading a client, I'll be like, you know, may I do this in the highest and greatest good of whoever my client is and may this be done in the highest and greatest good of me. Um, and this is really, this is us trying to connect to the highest source because, so not to get like too technical and this you will learn in soul expansion if you want to join. Um, we... So there's like planes, right? Or densities of existence. If you're like a law one fan, the densities or planes is how I was taught when I studied theta healing. And it's basically saying like there's levels of consciousness, right? And some people will read or, or like connect to energy at let's say level, you know, plane five or density five, but source is all the way at the top right? So sources at, you know, seven, eight kind of place. And it's best to connect all the way to source and then go down. So like if a spirit guide is existing at six, you want to go all the way up to like a floor, you know, seven, eight, and then go down to six. Or if you want to connect to like a past loved one who's hanging out at four, like then you go down to four and connect there. But you want to start off connecting to the highest and greatest light. Even if you're not going to be receiving your messages from source, let's say, um, you, you want to receive messages from, because like, you know, spirit guides, um, ascended masters, all that stuff, they're just broken off from source, right? They're like a reflection of source. So, and they're easier to understand than source. The, the almighty, it's hard to understand fully source or unity. Um, usually if, you understand unity, you'll have like no questions basically. So it's, we go down because we like, you know, ascend to masters, spirit guides or whatever, because they're like broken off from source. So, but you want to start at the highest and then go down. Sometimes if you just go straight, like straight for like the spirit guide or whatever, like you can get into lower vibrational energy and you, then if you would start from the top. So that's why we're setting the intention in the beginning. Like I am I'm only here to connect with the highest and greatest good for so-and-so if I'm, you know, reading somebody or for my, and also for my own highest and greatest good. Like that's the only thing I'm interested in. So that kind of gives me this boundary that doesn't let 
anything else. Like, so I'm like setting, I'm covering my ass, you know, like setting like a clear boundary of being like, it's only like, I'm only available for the highest and greatest good during this connection, during this channeling, et cetera, et cetera. You can say like, you know, if I'm doing, um, let's say a prediction for the collective, like, you know, maybe I'm doing like a monthly prediction or when I'm doing my readings on Monday, it's like, I'm saying for the highest and greatest good of the collective, you know, like I'm trying to pull for the highest and greatest good. So that's also going to cover you a lot that keeps you in a lot of light by doing that. Hey there, my friend, are you ready to understand yourself on a soul level? Are you receiving some downloads, but you're not sure if you're making it up or even if you're doing it right? Are you looking to uncover your blocks and feel confident in your intuitive skills? Well, it sounds like you're ready for soul expansion. This is a three-month program. It's all about activating and feeling good about your intuition so that you can better understand your soul and its purpose this lifetime. Registration is now open and spots are limited. So if you're feeling called, visit mysoulacademy.org to join. And then another thing is you can definitely, which in Soul Teacher we teach um, a lot of sacred geometry. There's a lot of like protection for sure that you can do. Like you can put sacred geometry around you. Um, you know, you can choose to connect and channel amongst things that keep you protected. For instance, my office is around, um, my husband like placed it around a circle of trees and those large trees are part of my protection. Um, you may decide to use like certain crystals. Maybe you sit in the center of a crystal, you know, like a crystal grid or something. So there can be protection processes that you do. Um, you know, you may even use like water or flowers or something. Um, so you can do different like protection setups for yourself as well. You, they don't have to be physical protection. You can also do um, energetic by like using sacred geometry, you can imagine even just like a, um, you know, a circle of light all around you, like you being in the center of it. So you can create like these energetic um, little grids for yourself. So that's definitely one way to do it. But any sort of protection is important. Sometimes uh, maybe you want to work with like Archangel Michael, or um, maybe there's a, some ascended masters, like maybe you have a bit of like a crew, you know, that you call in. Um, that is also helpful. So just setting your protection, whatever that may be, physical, energetic, um, but definitely setting that protection and making sure that like, you're, you know, you're not alone, that you're doing it with support from your little bodyguards. <laughs> okay. And then the last thing that I find to be very important is what my teacher, Linda, used to call checking IDs. Because <laughs> um, I remember when I was meeting with her, I was just such a natural intuitive, right? Like I was so naturally psychic at that point. Like I was just like doing it so quickly. And she's like, what are you connecting to? I was like, I don't know. I'm just going, <laughs> you know, like, do I really need to stop and ask like who I'm connecting to, what I'm connected to? I don't know. It's just coming through. And she's like, Nikki, you're going way too fast. Like you have to stop and check IDs. I was like, what does that mean? And what she was saying was like, and she's true. Like now, obviously years later and seeing so many students, I mean, how do like, I'm getting, and it's not to get like super, you know, specific or anal about it, but like, we are 
you know, we don't really, we don't always know what we're connecting to. And as you're, you know, if you're doing it a lot and you're doing it every day and you you get used to like the energy of your spirit guide or you get used to the energy of your higher self, like then, you know, that's a different story. But in the beginning, when you're first starting, you are just like randomly getting information, but you don't know where that information is coming from. So checking IDs is a concept of making sure you know where that information is coming from. Like, and you can do that by asking questions like, what are you? You know, like if you're like, oh, I think this is a spirit guide or I think this is so-and-so, like ask questions. Like, are you, you know, a simple question could be like, are you here in the highest and greatest, in my highest and greatest good? Do you, um, are you in service to others? Are you in service to the light? To just make sure. And then if you feel like they stop talking to you or you stop getting messages, obviously, like, cause they can't go against your free will. Um, if you feel like you're not getting anything else, then obviously the wrong thing. And then if you feel like you keep getting and it feels light, you're like, okay, good. Like they can't override that. Um, they can't override the free, the free will. I've definitely, I've worked with people before. I had this one client once who was like, just really wanting to like, I don't know, like validate herself by being able to say she was psychic and she was like in a circle of people that like were channeling a lot or saying they were channeling and she like was really wanting to be like somebody who channeled and she's like oh like she sends me this video of her channeling and I'm like oh my freaking oh baby Jesus <laughs> like um you know totally channeling an entity that was like so excited to come through but was not in the light, not in her highest and greatest good, not in the highest greatest good of the collective, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it was just like out of like just really wanting to do it. So sometimes like we're so excited and we really want to do it that it, it just opens up even more to something to come in and kind of trick us. And like what's interesting is that the messages, I think a lot of times we think like, oh, well, if I connect to something dark or wrong or whatever, um, I'll know right away because the message is going to be like a little weird or whatever. But it's like, no, that's not true. Like sometimes they come and they give like legitimate messages, but there's like these small moments where they start to like skew the messages later and, um, and you know, make us feel like anxious or whatever. And it's very subtle. So we're definitely getting something out of it you know like we're definitely getting some good stuff and some good messages and like those are the trickiest ones so it's it's not always obvious to know if you're connecting to something weird um and that's why it's like important to ask you know if you're always working with the same spirit guide or you're always working you know with your higher self or whatever that's gonna happen less but if you're maybe connecting for the first time to a new guide or you're trying to connect to um, some star beings or something like that. And you're like trying to go outside of your norm, which I totally encourage to do. Like I do that, you know, all the time and I'm open to different communication. So like this is, we don't want to stay so safe to the fact, to the point that like we're not going outside of our comfort zone or that we're not um, connecting to new, you know, to new information. But we have to be, mindful of like you know how like how much do we really like are we are we going are we getting into our ego and just being like oh I just want to connect I'm just like dying to connect from like a place of ego and then anything comes in and being patient like if you're trying to connect and nothing is hitting it's okay like knowing that like it'll hit 
when it's time for it to hit. Like we don't have to force it necessarily. Um, so yeah, checking IDs. I have um, one of our students, Camila, who has been on the show before. She does the starseed work. She's so cute. She always says that like she's very visual. So when she is visually like connecting, if she's, she's not sure if something is like, you know, legit or not, she'll imagine herself hugging it. And if it doesn't hug her back, like she knows that it's a false being. <laughs> so um, I think that that's cute too. So I tend to like ask questions to the point that like if they can't keep up with my questions that I know that it's like we're in the wrong place. Um, but if they do, if they're able to answer my questions, if they're able to say that they work for the light, all that kind of stuff, then I'm, then I'm good. That's kind of how I'm checking IDs. Another way to like, um, sometimes we, we are moving quick and it's hard to be good about checking IDs. So like, for instance, when I do group readings, I, if I'm reading a bunch of people, let's say I'm like, you know, reading 10 people it's, you know, hard to move from person to person to person. I set up all my protection. But in addition to that, I imagine Archangel Michael being with me. And every time I move to a new person's energy, like I work with Archangel Michael to make me, to give me like the okay, like, oh yeah, like this is, this is good what you're connecting to, or this is, this is correct. So I, I do a little bit of that as well. So you, or if you work, let's say with like a spirit guide and you feel like very connected to the spirit guide, your spirit guide can be like your bodyguard, like your bouncer, you know, at the front of the line, checking the IDs. So you can work that way as well. So those are my tips. Those are my safe intuition practice. Hope that was helpful and not necessarily overwhelming. And um, just remember like the more you even just ritualize the process, remembering that it's very sacred work, the safer you will always be. So even if you're pulling a card, it doesn't have to be this like drawn out 15 minute ritual, but just kind of taking a moment, feeling into your heart, like quickly calling into your, you know, your protection, all that, and just, you know, making sure, or even if you're channel writing, like just taking it a little bit slower like as we move just a little bit slower, like we just don't for, and I'm, listen, I'm the first to go fast, um, especially when I was first learning, but just if we go a little bit slower, we're less likely to connect falsely. And we have all connected falsely. <laughs> so, and we've all listened or watched people connect um, to false guides. So let's, I'm just hoping that we can get a little bit better at that and, and, um, be better at like our boundaries and what we allow in all together. And that's just going to make all this work more beautiful and this community more beautiful. So definitely, and remember too, that when you're connecting and maybe you're working with, you know, friends that do it too, like, you know, you can be a great example by being safe and showing others how you are safe so that they are then safe themselves and all is well. All right. Well, thanks for being here with me today. Happy, safe practicing, and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. If you love what you're hearing, would you mind leaving a review or sharing with a friend? That little review does so much. It's so damn helpful. You don't even know. So thank you for that. And if you're ready to unlock your spiritual gifts, enroll in my three-level program, Soul Academy, or join my free community, Soul Collective. I'd love to have you there. The links to join are below in this episode. Until next time, love you much. <laughs>